Hello, and welcome to Sifting Through the Shit. I'm your host, KT. Today's date, October 8th, 2023. So we all survived the FEMA nationwide, worldwide uh, emergency alert system notification. No big surprise there. Um, give a shout out to my CIA and FBI agents. How you guys doing, fuckers? Um, you know, because now it seems that our current administration is trying to have the FBI label um, MAGA supporters as terrorists. You know, I'll bet you. But that's, I don't think they used the word terrorist back in the 1770s, but I'll bet you that's kind of what King George thought of the Patriots. So, you know, I kind of look at that as being in good company. So call me what you want. Don't give a fuck. School board stuff. <coughs> so last school board meeting was, uh, gosh, only a week ago. It seemed like forever. Um... And I'm sure these poor people are just going, you know, I wish I'd just like to have one meeting where Kevin or KT doesn't, uh, doesn't say anything, but that's just not me. That's not why they put me on that board. So they actually did it reverse this month or yeah, this month. And I went last and I said, yep, yeah, I, I only got one thing today because my voice hasn't been hundred percent ever since I had a cold damn near over a month ago now, actually, probably six weeks or better. And I said, uh, I noticed on our agenda notes here that under public comment, it says maximum 15 minutes, comma, three minutes allotted per person. Um, then I broke out the Open Meetings Act rules and read them verbatim what it says about this. Public comment time may not be limited. Example, you cannot say public comment can only have 30 minutes. If there are 60 people there and we each get three minutes, you better be prepared to be there for three hours. That's how it goes. And the, the thing that really chaps my ass about this excuse me, is all the school board stuff started two years ago now when they were doing mask mandates and they tried to shut down public comment. And that's when I said, well, I guess it's time for me to speak. Um, no, you can't do shut down public comment. Yes, you can limit us to three minutes, but there are 20 people here. You better be prepared to sit here for an hour and listen to each one of us. It says here that we have the right to delegate a speaker to speak for all of us and we can give them our time. So immediately after I got done speaking, the president said, well, you're all talking on the same subject. And so, you know, it said that we could, I said, no, you didn't listen. You don't have that authority. The people have that authority. And this same president gave me the stink eye. Oh, so bad Monday when I brought this up again. So, we have an emergency board meeting coming up um, next week. And if this is still on the, um, what is it, the, uh, it's not the meeting minutes, it's the agenda minutes. 
when I receive that in my email, I'm going to say, um, you best get this off here before the actual meeting because I'm telling you right now, I will not approve this agenda with this verbiage on here. <coughs> now, I haven't gotten to address the library issues yet because there again, my voice isn't 100%, another reason why I haven't been doing podcasts. But what I have found through my research um, on libraries, with particularly our school library, which functions with our local library, which functions with the main library in the big city, um, which would be, I guess, considered the county library. When I sat down with our local library director and told her about this book, The Ultimate, no, uh, Black Girl Unlimited is what it's called. And I read, well, I didn't actually read it. I, I paraphrased what I read. And she says to me, well, I think I'd have to read the book and kind of get the context. I'm like, what context do you need to know that she's clearly reminiscing over being raped by her neighbor and not just reminiscing, but thinking of it in a positive aspect. So I said to her, if this book was made into a movie, it would be X-rated. And she says to me back, well, if it was made into a movie, they'd, they'd leave those pages out. And I didn't think about it at the time, and I really wish I would have, because I, I should have said, so are you okay with me tearing out these pages of this book? Because that's exactly what you just said would make it okay for somebody of a younger age to read it or view it. It's exactly what you just said. Now, my mother-in-law was a head librarian for a number of years at this library. And when I talked to her about this the other day, she's like, well, librarians inherently don't like book banning. I'm like, I'm not asking it to be banned. You can have it in the public library all you want. I can't do anything about that. You can have it online all you want. Don't care. But you are not going to have that kind of crap in my public school library. <coughs> and the, the librarian that I was speaking to said, well, our guidelines come from you know, Traverse City, and they, they tell us, you know, basically a 16-year-old can have their own library card, and with that card they can check out any material. I'm like, all right, well, that's something I can address maybe when I run for Congress or Senate seat, but right now that's out of my jurisdiction because in my head, having a library card, the whole purpose of having a library card is so that when you check something out, if you bring it back late, they charge you for it. You are then entering into a contract. So you are entering into a contract with a minor. How the hell is that legal? Like I said, that's something for down the road. All I have to deal with is my local school library, which I was told has an adult section. Why the fuck do I have an adult section in my K through 12th grade school library? I will be asking for a vote to have that removed. <coughs> I don't even care what books are in it. I don't care if it's Stephen King. 
or penthouse. If it's adult, it doesn't belong in my school, period. Now, unfortunately, this book that I'm discussing is labeled young adult. And through some research, I found out, you know, our movie industry has PG-13, PG, um, R-rated 17, X-rated 18. Your video games have a rating system. Your music even has a rating system. But apparently there is no rating system like that for books. And there again, you can thank a liberal librarian for pushing this nonsense. Well, we can't, we can't ban literature. I'm not trying to ban liter literature. I'm trying to make sure that the literature, the literature is only in appropriate hands. See, when they start saying, well, you know, Hitler banned books. They were burning books. I, that's not what I'm trying to do. Not trying to do that at all. You turn 18, you can check out any book you want. I don't give a shit. Makes no difference to me. But as long as I'm placed in charge of the well-being of these students through the governance in this school district, this shit's going to go. Period. So let's get on to the next subject now because I'm hearing, and this has been an issue before, that one of our gay teachers is, um, I'll use the word influence, influencing our students. There again, I don't give a rat's ass who you sleep with. It makes no difference to me. I don't care. That's between you, that person, and God. But what I do care about is you influencing young children to adopt your, to use the word, alternative lifestyle. Can we still use that politically correctly? Do we not get chastised for that alternative lifestyle? Because whether you like it or not, the whole purpose of sex is to reproduce. I kind of feel God messed up a little bit by making it so pleasureful that people tend to use it more for pleasure than they do for reproduction. But I understand why he did that. He wanted many people to worship and love him. So he want, you know, go forth and prosper. But there's an awful lot of rules on that. And you know, those rules aside, I'm not trying to push my religion on anybody. Like I said, if you're a consenting adult, do whatever. I don't care. It makes no difference to me. But if you're influencing young children to adopt your lifestyle, especially against the will of their parents, then I'm going to have an issue. Now, we've not chosen a new superintendent yet. And all these questions are going to come up for this in, the, in this uh, interview process, along with what's your latest training on FOIA request? Because I had a recent incident with our previous superintendent that I felt was intimidating, but I didn't make an issue of it because he was leaving anyhow. 
<coughs> and intimidation will not be tolerated as a way of ruling or governing or administering in the school district. I won't, I won't tolerate it. So it's going to be interesting when we start getting to the interviewing process. I'm sure I'm the only one who's going to be asking the hard questions. Everybody else is just going to be like, well, you know, you just gotta, we got to make sure we got money for sports and, you know, make sure that, you know, my kid, my, my grade A kid is getting all the credit for having good grades and, you know, college and, yeah, who gives a shit about these kids who fail? Who gives a shit about the fact that our award-winning band, their band equipment's falling apart, which is another thorn in my side because band, you actually get credit for taking band class. You don't get credit for playing football towards your overall GPA. Yeah, some colleges will look at it as, okay, well, it's team building. I, I get that. But you actually get credit towards your GPA for your band grade. And our band equipment, our band, well, let me start by saying this. Our band is an award-winning band. <coughs> They're bringing back state final championships for their, dis, you know, for their level, grade B, whatever the hell it is. And our band equipment's falling apart. Now, our band director is not my favorite person in the world. He's not my least favorite. But thank God for him because he's putting it, he's holding it together. And so let's get back to some more nonsense going on in this school. So we just ratified the, um, the union contract. Everybody's patting themselves on the back, including the, uh, the outgoing superintendent. Yep, I did a good job. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Yep, yep. Well, I know for a fact that that was bullshit to begin with. But here's something I just found out. That contract isn't finished. There's a, another part to it called Schedule B. And that's for additional things like being a band director, not just a band teacher. Being a, oh, excuse me, a cheerleading coach, but also being a math teacher. Being a basketball coach, but also being an English teacher. These are additional paid salaries that I just found out have not been ratified. There's not been a Schedule B contract ratified in over a decade. <coughs> But yet these board members are just, yeah, pat my school, good job me. Well, that shit's going to change too. And I'm going to demand that we have that ratified. Well, first off, they were supposed to talk about it in September, but they didn't because the outgoing superintendent was leaving. And, you know, that was a little priority for him. He got the main part of the contract ratified. Good on me, right? Good job for me. This looked good on my resume. Well, will it? Because I'll tell you what, anybody ever comes calling me and asking me about him for a reference, it ain't going to be pretty. Just say that. So now we're left holding this bag of shit that we got to deal with. 
with the union. We have an interim superintendent who probably isn't going to have the authority to do this. And we won't see another superintendent until the beginning of the year. So I'm going to push the board to do it without a superintendent. I mean, what do we need a superintendent for on this? He ultimately doesn't make the, doesn't decide it anyhow. The board does. You know, I, I'm so sick of the half-truths, the half-ass information we're given. You know, here's another example <coughs> of the bullshit shenanigans they try to pull on us. So the last meeting, at the last minute, and it wasn't on the agenda, which is complete bullshit. Everything is supposed to be on that agenda to the public 24 hours notice. Otherwise, it can't be there. First thing was, get the old superintendent off the um, accounts payable. I can agree with that. Second thing, get the old superintendent off all the bank accounts and credit cards. I can agree with that. Third thing, approve the snow plowing or the snow removal contract. Well, now wait a minute. This is supposed to be closed bid, and the closed bid ends October 10th, but today is only October 3rd. Why am I being asked to approve something that is still open for bid? I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Not to mention, it's supposed to be sealed bid, and now everybody knows what the bid was. <coughs> so if I was the poor bastard who put the bid out there, I'd be fucking suing them for letting it known. Because now somebody could come in and underbid him and win the contract. Pure bullshit. Second thing is, we were getting ready to, um, he wanted to approve a... Uh, a wrestling coach and of course you know my sister-in-law is pissing in my ear saying they can't do that this was not posted this is a schedule C position or schedule B position it has to be posted internally first so the first thing I do and I already knew this before she even messaged me because I knew that that's how that's supposed to go I said um, was this posted and my sister-in-law is there and I didn't ask the board I asked her because all too often when I asked the board, oh yeah, we put it up here, we put it up there. <coughs> and she says, um, no. And of course the board says, well, it was posted in the, the general office. Well, that's not the only place it's supposed to be posted. It's supposed to be posted on the website, but before it even makes it to the website or the central office, it's supposed to go out in an email to all the union staff to give them first bids on it for 10 days. They didn't do that. So here we are, what, not even a month into our contract, and we're already breaking our contract. I flat out told my sister-in-law, if I were you, I'd be filing a grievance, if not just fucking suing him outright. Because I am going to get a hold of this guy who has a snowplow company and tell him, you know what, you need to sue the board of the school board of Fife Lake, and here's why. I am tired of this nonsense. These fucking people don't listen when I'm telling them. 
And maybe the only way that they'll start listening is if people start suing them and they start losing money. <coughs> I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet whether I'm going to do that, but I am going to bring it up in the next board meeting how illegal that was. And then next year when um, the three board members are seeking renewal for their seat, I'm going to bring these things up for somebody to run against them so we can get new people on this board. Two of those three people have been on this board for at least eight years. That's too long. You've gotten too complacent with your spot. I don't know how any of this is going to go over because now the board president's father, dear old dad, is the interim superintendent. So it's going to be interesting to see if he sticks up for his boy when they start calling his boy out for his bullshit. Because his boy is doing a lot of bullshit that is illegal. And I've had it. I've just fucking had it. <coughs> I, didn't even, I haven't even touched on national politics yet. So Kevin McCarthy is out. Have you heard that he held, well, he didn't help. He allowed Nancy Pelosi to keep her plush office for the last nine months? Are you shitting me? If you question whether or not he was a rhino, that should be enough. And then I watched Jim Jordan. Was it Jim Jordan? No, it was some other... Uh, some other congressman on Fox News being railed by some guy who's more or less calling him uh, Matt Gates' puppet. He's like, well, you wouldn't have called for it. He goes, yeah, I would have. No, you wouldn't. You know you wouldn't have. And I'm just like going, I, I would have been all up in this dude's shit so fast. But this guy, God bless him, he kept his cool. But I did love it because he called out Paul Ryan and John Boehner as rhinos. Because the guy asked me, oh, oh, were you happy with Paul Boehner and uh, um, Paul Ryan? And he says, well, I wasn't around then, but, you know, they were rhinos, so it doesn't really matter. And I'm like, ah, burn, fucker. Now, there is talk that they're going to put Trump in there for Speaker of the House. We all know that ain't going to happen, so forget about it. It would be great if he did. He could do a lot of changes really quick. But that ain't happening, so forget about it. Um, it's starting to look like now, well, let me, let me say this. I was wrong, currently wrong, over the appointment of... Uh, Big Mike to the State Senate of California. Uh, Mr. Newsom has selected a black lesbian whom I got to be careful how I talk here now because apparently somebody that I know knows somebody that used to work directly for Diane Feinstein and used to um, send messages on Miss Feinstein's behalf to 
people like, uh, you know, President Xi. And this person had asked, you know, I, I better just stop right now because I'm letting out too much information and I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But let's just say nobody's running the show. And that scares the fuck out of me. Even the people that you think are running the show are not running the show. They're exactly what you think they are. They are overpaid seat warmers, mouthpiece parrots, nothing more. They don't make any decisions on their own. They don't write any bills on their own. They don't even have a thought of their own. In fact, I would be not so surprised to find out that there is a breathing apparatus for them because they lack the intelligence to be able to breathe on their own. And that's some scary shit. And it makes me think about running for a congressional or a state senate seat. You know, state level, not federal level. I'm not there yet. I don't know that I could do any good there. I know the state of Michigan has seen a bunch of uh, bullshit coming down the pipe, like um, <coughs> potentially being um, arrested and prosecuted for using the wrong pronoun. Hmm. Okay, then. Yeah, put me in the courtroom for that shit. I tell that fucking judge, I identify as super patriot. You will address me as such, or you are in violation of your own fucking laws. But that's what you get, Michigan. Putting up shitty candidates. Allowing that. I have zero doubt that Ohio Whitmer got in both times due to a rigged election. Because there is no fucking way after the lockdown she imposed, after being busted, breaking her own rules, after her husband trying to get his boat in the water ahead of other people by saying, do you know who I am? <coughs> There's no fucking way that woman won in a fair and square election. Same with the Secretary of State and the um, Attorney General. There's no fucking way these women one, fair and square. And now that they're in, and now that they have a Democrat Congress, and trust me, well, I don't know, a Democrat Senate's going to be hard to do in Michigan, because that's spread out a little bit more than your congressional. And if you go by a map, size-wise, throughout the state, Michigan is way red. It's just you have these congested areas of Detroit, Flint, Saginaw, um, Lansing, now Grand Rapids, because they got so many imports in there. These freaking <coughs> uh, people from other countries, I'll just say. Which brings me to my last point. So it sounds like they're bringing in a bunch of CCP military people that are being. Um, Brought in down there in Panama Canal, which, you know, Obama made sure we gave up power for that so that the Chinese can use it and bring in and drop off military-aged men to then cross our borders 
China has how many or how much land purchased up already in this country? Probably stockpiled with uh, weapons waiting for the right time. And I'm going to tell you right now, the right time is going to be before November 2024. Why do I say that? Well, it's simple. They cannot afford to have Donald Trump come in there and screw things up again. They need for our government, our country, to get into a war so big that it would be conceivable that we lose. And once we lose, our Constitution is out the door. Now, what's funny about this is these sellouts on the left and the right who are making this happen <coughs> probably believe that they're going to have high power positions inside the CCP. But here's the deal. When you make a deal with the devil and the devil finally gets what he wants out of that deal, do you think the devil promotes you or do you think the devil just is done with you and does whatever? Think about that for a minute. So this has been a long one. I'm almost home now. Remember, pray for peace, prosperity, and freedom for the whole world. Lord, we need your help more than ever to get this country back on track. God bless. Have a good day.